You're listening to Decay Mag Sessions. Exclusive interview Tara Lynn Marcel, writer, director, producer. Vanessa Orr, actress, producer. Catherine Trail, actress, producer. Calm Before. Roundtable interview. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. My name is Ken Artuz, founder for DK Mag. You are listening to DK Mag Sessions, episode 5, and this is a podcast where we feature exclusive interviews with influential filmmakers, musicians, writers, composers in the field of horror, thriller, and science fiction. This week, though, actually this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing three very distinguished women in the field and they are Tara Lynn Marcel she's a writer director producer Vanessa Orr she's an actress producer and Catherine Trail she is an actress and producer and collectively they have formed the newly established film production company for Pies Production LLC and their first fi- feature film is titled Calm Before the principal photography has wrapped up and it is now on the editing slate after that we would provide further information on film festival circulation and or distribution and on which platforms calm before here is the official synopsis a husband and wife on the brink of divorce are trapped in and in on their anniversary and are forced to confront their demons both real and imaginary and in our roundtable exclusive interview we will be discussing various aspects of calm before as well as aspirations and the business side of getting this production from script to screen once again The interview features Tara Lynn Marcel, she's the writer, director, producer, Vanessa Orr, actress, producer, and Catherine Trail, actress, producer. They all worked very tirelessly on this production, Calm Before, and I tell you, I have been following uh, the progress of this film on Instagram, but be sure to visit dkmag.com, D-E-C-A-Y-M-A-G.com, where we will feature the podcast notes, and in it will be links to their Instagram page, Facebook, Twitter. Please do follow the progress of this film and show your support for women in film, and not only that, the cast of this film it is diverse and that is the way a film should be composed with diversity i'm all for it 100 
without further ado, here is our roundtable interview production team for Calm Before. Can you please just state your first name so that way uh, the listeners can know who's answering the question? Uh, I'm Vanessa Orr. I'm Catherine Trail. I'm Tara Marcel. Okay, thank you so much. Um, thank you uh, for joining me this afternoon for this uh, conversation slash interview regarding your film in production, Calm Before. And I'd like mm-hmm. to start off with a with an origin story. And what that entails is a couple, just a couple of minutes on your career so far leading up to this point and how everybody got together. Okay. Um, Tara could probably speak on the origin of Calm before, um, but I could, you know, just speak on how we know each other. Uh, you know, Tara, Catherine, and myself have known one another for, for uh, quite a few years, um, you know, just, just in and out of the industry in the local Charlotte film community. Uh, working in various areas, so we've known of each other. We've been friends for for quite a, a long time. And uh, as far as specifically calm before, Tara can take that away since she's the writer and director and um, cast and casting director, really, <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, so I think calm before, like uh, Vanessa and I had talked about this idea. I think back in 2011, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of just put it on aside while we worked on other projects and then just recently we decided to pick it back up again and um kind of just change the story a bit and that's how that kind of started yeah so yeah it started out as a, a short film um it was just super cool and we thought about it and once we once we formed four pies um and thought about several projects we wanted to do together as a company calm before was the top of the list and um, we, we decided to do that one first as a feature. So, so yeah, and that's, that's why we're here. This is, this is how it happened. Okay. And we wrapped last night. It was awesome. Yeah. So, so we, we had some really, we had intense, long, grueling, tight, productive days. So this is our first day, uh, back in our real lives. And, um, I, I, I guess I could speak for everybody and say, we're just, we're just, uh, starting to decompress and um yeah so it's great it's just challenging you know uh thank you for that and it's also i find it interesting that this is the first full feature film for four pies productions which are usually for production company or independent filmmakers they opt for a short film instead just to test the waters and how audiences would react to their end product. Um, So the question here is, uh, why the choice to go full on fledged with the full feature film instead of a short? Well, you know, we don't do anything normally. (laughs) Um, We we are gutsy women and we Mm -hmm. don't like to be said no to. So we'll find a way around it every time, and that's the truth. But uh, it actually started out, we've all been working together for a while. I mean, Tara's been writing us roles for, you know, a long, long time, um, you know, either for other productions or or our own little short films. And we have done short films. We did a film called Four Pies, which is actually where our production company name came from. 
um, in real life, my mother baked four pies and then she died. And uh, Vanessa and I go to workshops and uh, film and she drags me everywhere in the car. And after a while, you have to stop talking about the weather. And uh, we start talking about our lives. And I told her this story about my mother. And she said, Catherine, that's a movie. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, what are we going to call it? And she said, four pies. And so we did, <laughs> made the film. And uh, Andrew Huggins, one of our producers on Calm Before, um, directed uh, the short film, Four Pies, and it won at the um, uh, Tryon International Film Festival, as well as the Longleaf. It won Best Actress Awards and uh, production and music and all all this. Oh, it was just wonderful. And so after we made Four Pies, then we went on to do a 100-word film festival. Uh, Six Foot Scoundrel was the name of that little film, which we uh, only spoke 100 words. And from there, we said, well, you know, let's let's go ahead and do this feature because, um, you know, time's wasting. And, and you know, when, when we are here in Charlotte and, um, you know, we get auditions every now and then, I mean, we wanted to make our own work. And this was the way to do it. So when it came time to, to uh, have our own production company, we just decided to call it Four Pies because that's the foundation of when we all really came together as a group. Look, it's not easy, and if it was easy, then everybody would be doing it. Um, but we pretty much figured we're just going to go big or go home with this. And when we decided we wanted to come together and do the film, you know, Tara had said quite a bit along the way, uh, and Tara could jump in on that too, that she felt calm before should end up being a feature. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so when we decided, okay, we're going to do a feature film and we have several film concepts we'd like to do under this production company, let's do the, let's do the one that is likely to be the least budget. So out the gate, we are not overwhelming ourselves on a financial level and uh, other people of their time. So, and also to get a story that is very intense, very gritty, very cinematic, very authentic. Um, and relatable so we can really capture the hearts and minds of people that will watch this so that then others will want to work with us and just get it to a bigger level. So, you know, we, we, we had a lot of odds against us, and um, uh, I don't even, wouldn't even know where to begin with that, but we had a lot of impossibilities. But we're, we're like, like Catherine said, we're, we're gutsy broads, and we just figured, you know, uh, we've got nothing to lose and a lot to gain by this, and we will – overcome that, which is basically the, the thematic source of all of the stories we want to put out there. I mean, our goal as a production company is to have uh, central leading characters be female leads and that the roles are that they are flawed, wonderful women that overcome whatever situation is that they're dealing with because that's just life. We we have to deal with things that are very difficult and um, or challenging and and how do you deal with that? So um, you know, but there's there's a journey to it. So it, it's it's very um, it's very intriguing and really wonderful. And I couldn't imagine a better group of ladies to be to be on it with. They're they're just so talented um, in so many different ways. So yeah, we're we're. Uh, we're doing it. <laughs> well, we did it. 
well, well, we did I, it. That's right. Doing it, yeah, right. You're correct. And and I I heard in 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 the comment the topic of financials and during my research when I was uh, uh, composing the article, uh, there was a crowdfunding campaign for Calm Before. Uh, what was the situation with that and how were funding did that impact of the funding for the film? Did the did you guys um, uh, measure how sets were being done uh, since the crowdfunding didn't pull through? Yeah, um, I don't know if anybody else wants to. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm just going to be very transparent about it. I can't stand crowdfunding personally. I I just you know I kind of feel like it it is um, you know it it was great when it first came out. You know, it's like like the first person to come out with that thing that nobody's done before. It's it's just coming, being the people coming after it. You have uh, an uphill battle in a way. You know, it's not it's not as um, interesting anymore. You know, because somebody's already done it and it's been done and done and done. So crowdfunding works for a lot of different people for a lot of different things, and it's definitely very beneficial. But in the film business, it's it's a little bit more challenging, and so. So we did the crowdfunding because it was suggested that we should. And I kind of fought that a little bit of the way. I don't think any of us really, we, we wanted to have the money and not have to do that. But but we sure. did it. And to be honest with you, we kind of gave up on it um, yeah. really from the from out the gate. So we never, <laughs> um, we never pushed it. None of us, you know, promoted it. We didn't put it out there after maybe a week um, because the reality is if it doesn't catch fire right away, it's going to fizzle out and then it's dead. So we had to move on to, the next thing that we can latch on to that would make us stand apart. And it was not the crowdfunding and, program. So, And yeah. we knew that we were going to do this film regardless. Regardless of it, right. right. Regardless. And so we, we did. We're women. We budget. We, we get the most <laughs> for our money. And that's, that's what we do. <laughs> You've got that correct because, believe me, I have no idea how to budget myself. My wife does all the budgeting. And if I want to do something, he says, uh-uh, that's not in the budget. We're doing some groceries or something like that. <laughs> it's hard, you know. You, we, we all three had to put on many different hats, you know. And when you're a oh, creative gosh. person and you have to get into a business mindset, you know, we're like, this sucks. We don't want to have to do this, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if I'm good at this thing. So we really had to step up and take on roles that we did not want to take on because all we wanted to do was make the movie. But, yes. you know, the reality <laughs> is we didn't have a studio behind us and we didn't have a million dollars. So we, we had a lot of naysayers and we had a lot of, uh, well, let's see what it looks like when you're done, if you ever get done. So that only caused us to be a little bit more determined to, in the okay. end, see this through. And we lifted each other up all along the way. One of us had a breakdown, and then another one would be a cheerleader. The other one's a cheerleader. <laughs> break it down. I mean, it, it was right. it was rough, you know. And um and we still got a little bit of a journey to go. But the the hardest piece is done because when it yeah. wrapped, I saw all yeah. of our faces, um just yeah. go, oh my gosh, we actually did this thing, and we did it not just, yeah. you know, not just uh, Ken on a budget that is just unbelievably ridiculous, but we also did it in a time frame that is unbelievably yep. ridiculous so that's right um, right yeah it's uh it's, it's yeah, and we all did things that yeah that we we really didn't plan on doing um you know like uh vanessa did all, all of the paperwork i mean she she single-handedly produced this entire movie um you know tara of course was doing rewrites uh we lost a couple of locations 
which caused her to have to get right back into the script and rewrite, you know, um, Mm -hmm. about the new area that we were going to be filming in. And I mean, she has been, I mean, she's been so busy and uh, I mean, just a brilliant screenwriter, Tara. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we could not have done this film had she not made characters, um, that are are going to be lasting. And, I mean, people are going to remember that there are layers and layers to this film. And mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see it on screen. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, definitely. I, I follow the the progress over on Instagram, These the, the photos that pop up. And it's just Garno's interest right there with the, with the behind-the-scenes set. I, I'm fascinated how the use of social media everyone is using social media now uh, Mm -hmm. just to promote the film give a little feedback the last uh, post on instagram it had a a gentleman very suave looking guy reading the newspaper that catches attention yeah that's Mm -hmm. david bianchi he's um he's our isaac in the film and he has a a pretty nice following and he's real supportive of it and he was just amazing in his in his role. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, they they were great along yeah. the way. Those all the all the people involved. Yes, so. we had a wonderful cast. Um, David Bianchi from Westworld. Um, Michael Lombardi, amazing actor from Rescue Me. Um, Karen Abercrombie from War Room. Um, uh, Leah Wazalewski. Um, I mean, she was just amazing as the hostage and the wanderer. Uh, the photos that have been coming out, it just gives me chills. And um, uh, our editor, it's in the hands of the editor now. And uh, we've got a big job ahead of us, but uh, we're going to get this thing out. Absolutely. Another topic that, that, that I hear often, and I heard it mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, was that everyone wanted to make this project because you wanted to create a film uh, instead of just waiting around, let's say, to paraphrase, instead of waiting around for a film or a director to call for uh, for parts, everyone is just creating their own content and putting their own ideas out. Do you think, this is across the board, is this the new phase now for horror film in general, just creating your own content, being a star, the producer, an actor, and just going going with it? Um. I guess, well, first we would like to say it's not a horror film. It would definitely be classified as a thriller. Yes. Um, so it's not a horror film necessarily. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think I think that has been the trend for some time now. Um, you know, I think, I, 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 I don't believe it's really a genre thing necessarily as much as a, you know, a, uh, a heart issue to want to get your your project done, you know, your passion project or your, um, your ideal film that you like to see put out there. So I don't necessarily think it's a genre thing or a new thing. It's just timing is everything. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like if the timing is right and the market is right, you know, uh, uh, and, and the audience is ready for it and, and all those things have to come into play, you know, it's just, it's just like anything in life, but, but I believe the timing of women in film um, and women, you know, leading the production company and a woman lead and women director and so on. It's just, just all, you know, the time is now for all of that. So we're, we're kind of in the mix of that. And, uh, and, and it's not that we're new, just coming on board with it. It's just something we've been 
you know, cultivating for some time. And I think that the industry is is going to be ready for this because of all of that. You know, there, there's that business side of it, but there's also just the the story is is right right now. Um, you know, the the psychological struggle that this female is going through. I think a lot of people can relate to that or know someone. I mean, we saw that. Tara could tell you. I mean, it's just um, um, uh, you know, men and women both working on this that it just touched their hearts for different reasons. So, I think it's an important story to tell. And um, I'll let the storyteller tell the rest of that. <laughs> we wanted to do something that would be easily shot. And, um, you know, it, it was to a degree, but I think emotionally, like with the content of the script, there was just so much um, there that we I don't think we were expecting, like on emotional levels and stuff. Um, we, I mean, we had crew crying during scenes and... Uh, you know, actors crying. I think everybody had a breakdown at one point. Um, but it, yeah. it was also <laughs> it was also because, like, you know, we knew that, but we knew that within the scenes, like, we were creating something that would kind of transcend, um, you know, that would, like, speak to different people. Like, women and men, though, too. Like, primarily mm-hmm. women, but the roles of the men that, you know, were created in this, like, you know, I think that that'll, uh, like, that, guys watching it you know have been through certain things too so that was the cool thing like each character had you know kind of like two sides to them um which i think will be relatable to people watching it mm-hmm. and, and, and vanessa or um was our lead actress is our lead a- actress and i'm telling you we saw work from her that um it, it's just remarkable i can't wait to see how this translates to film uh, she just did a phenomenal job, and um, can't wait to see all of the all of the accolades uh, she gets for this role. It's amazing. Oh gosh, I believe the the most difficult part right now with the production was the the principal photography. Right now, it's just the the nerve. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nerve-wracking for the editing, composing everything together, make sure the scenes flow together properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're we're fortunate that we had our editor on set that was uh, helping with getting the footage all dumped and put into place, and and is uh, you know ready to tell the story immediately. Like as soon as they said wrap, our editor packed his stuff up, went back home, and. But prior to that, he was putting pieces together to tell the story so that um, the next phase is Tara um, has a specific vision of how she wants this. And Dave Perry, who is our cinematographer, will work together and make sure that that vision comes to life and stays very raw and and real. Um, it was shot as, as such so that very little work has to be done on that level. Um, but I'm not an editor, so I couldn't tell you that piece of it. But they they are together going to work and make sure that it is going to be exactly what it is meant to be. And that's the beauty of doing something on this independent of a level. You don't have to pass hands and then like not see it for a while or have a, a, someone dictate to you how they want to do this and so on. So the upsides and the downsides, you know, the downsides obviously always money, you know, but the upside is that we have total control and can take our time with that and just just deliver on a beautiful piece that is exactly what what Tara had envisioned from the beginning and and it's and from what little I have seen it's just it's really beautiful we we on the this side of the camera just um 
like, because Catherine and I kept saying, like, I don't see anything. What do you think? I'm like, I hope it doesn't suck. I don't know. <laughs> I think it looks good. But Tara has been very encouraging, so I guess we're okay. But, um, but you know, uh, <laughs> but I think it, it, it was good that we didn't because it just kind of kept us out of our head and out of that and, and um, uh, just, you know, put us in a place of where we needed to be and, and kept it very, very organic. Right. And it's always good to see the director smile after a take. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, it's kind true. of encouraging, too. You're like, oh, good, maybe I didn't suck a little bit, you know. Exactly. <laughs> no, no one sucked. Everyone was really good. That was the cool thing, too, about it was, like, you know, I had, I had already known that, you know, a lot of the people were talented actors and actresses, but, you know, actually seeing them take the scenes and the dialogue to completely different levels, I... I was kind of blown away by that, um, which was really interesting to see. And I mean, yeah, I mean, they weren't, they didn't get to watch themselves on the monitor or anything because we wanted them, you know, completely immersed in the role and in their characters. But I mean, yeah, like everyone who saw the stuff that we, that, uh, you know, Dave Perry, our cinematographer had shot. I mean, it was just like mind blowing. It was like, wow, this is, this is going to be really good. And I think it just gave everybody on set an excitement level. Um, it just like increased their excitement and um, their trust in what the project was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Carolyn Marcel, of course, not only wrote this film, Calm Before the Movie, but she also directed it. And let me tell you, she is a phenomenal director because, you know, for a writer to be able to come on set and direct the film that she wrote, I mean, she has a lot more insight then, you know, anybody who comes along and says, yeah, I'm going to direct this project or whatever. I mean, she was actually getting into the nitty gritty of the characters. And each character, she had something to say to us as the actor uh, that would bring out more of the character than you really even thought were there in the words that we were saying. It was It was just amazing to see how she worked and how she was able to translate that information to us. It was wonderful as an actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that was the thing we were talking about. Like it was, it, I mean, it was emotional for the actors, you know, getting into these roles, but it also became kind of an emotional thing for the crew as well as like with directing them because, you know, I kind of felt like a midwife at times. Like I had, I had to, um, you know, like, kind of go I mean they they knew what they were doing and it looked great but like sometimes you know I felt like I had to also like take on the emotion of the character you know as a way to kind of trigger them into what they would be feeling so it was exhausting but it turned out really beautiful I think it was mm-hmm. oh, absolutely mm-hmm. and the the start of the of this conversation uh there was mentioned that they were naysayers they were doubters uh for this project uh, so is this come this this production come before a big like testament say hey you guys didn't believe in us but here it is here's our product this is what we're capable of doing and uh, mm-hmm. most filmmakers they don't have that drive so uh <laughs> what is your advice for uh, aspiring writers especially females uh latinos african americans who have these naysayers they have their idea, but they just have a don't have the funding, or b just don't. They get discouraged with the drive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a believer in you know never giving up on anything. You know, I mean, and I think that's 
that's really got to be the first thing is that you got to want it so bad that 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 you don't think that it's an impossibility you know and you have to have faith in that you have to find people that believe in that same way as you do that want to take that journey with you because you can't go it alone so you find you find a group of people that are on that talent level that you're on and have the same vision as you have um, that you have those trust things and you're transparent and you just study as much as you can and just don't give up because you know what I, I think I think it's something good to use to help be a driving force for it. So mm-hmm. I mean that that's been it for us. You know, like if someone t- I mean and we're just stubborn. You know, like it. <laughs> I think that's the other thing too. It's like just <laughs> you know I mean you know okay well no you you're you're gonna tell us no well I'll tell you what Catherine's whole thing was like Catherine said well okay. she goes well they'll be sorry that's all she had to say and that would make me <laughs> laugh you. and I'm like okay you know what you're right. We'll fight. Maybe they say no, but you know someone will, and so and and that's okay. I have no look. I have I have no. I, I know the people that have maybe felt that or said that, but it's okay. That that was their choice, and uh, you know much respect for them. And they have a different journey than we have, and it just maybe wasn't their thing or their story, or uh, they weren't feeling it with us. And absolutely, that's fine. Um, you know, but we were just determined to just keep driving it forward. There's been a lot of pauses along the way, but we never looked back. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you, you got to wait and stand by and then work on a different avenue, but but just keep driving it forward. And when people tell you no or people want to beat you down, just use that to help you propel forward and not have any right. any hate towards that person or any anger right. about it. Right. Um, you know, right. it just it has to be all but love. And that's that's just their that's okay. It's really okay. Mm-hmm. But it it yeah. doesn't it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. But you go, okay, you know, so I can either give up here and stop what I'm doing and let that beat me down or I can just kind of lock arms mm-hmm. with people like myself and, and say we're going to do this. And it, it'll yeah. just look differently than I thought. So That's right. And, you know, we could have used all of the negatives and backed out. Uh, that would have been the easiest thing to do. But you know what? We we knew we were going to make this film, and we, we knew that we were going to have to do some things that we really didn't want to do. Because, you know, right. when you get a group of people together, you have to feed them. And right. I am the one who offered to cook. Okay, so I had a supporting <laughs> role, and I had to cook. I had to feed 20 to 25 people a day plus you know, maybe another meal because we, we went sag and, you know, every six hours you have to feed people. Right. Well, um, you know, it was hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was hard. And if I have to bake another potato, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> That's the way I felt at the end of this thing. Seriously. But you know what? I made food, people ate it, and nobody died. I mean, it was simple as that. And we knew, we knew we were going to make this film. We knew, we knew we were. We had such meanness in us that, okay, well, here's a roadblock. We'll go around it. We are going to find a way to do this film. And dang, when they said, and that's a wrap on Calm Before, I think I jumped up and said, thank Jesus, amen. Because yes. honestly, it was the best it was the best feeling we did this and we did it in spite of all of the odds we're just mean <laughs> no we're not mean don't listen to her <laughs> we're lovely people with we're hearts wonderful of gold. people oh, no. 
we're determined then that's a better yeah, we, word that's well, well that's <laughs> i think i think mean in this context would have to be uh referring to being thick-skinned because yeah. the determination oh, yeah. and drive oh, yeah. went on definitely yeah definitely and to end yeah, very. And just touching lightly on Calm Before, uh, I mentioned it was a horror. Uh, it's not, I'm not corrected. It's a psychological thriller. And Correct. what we see here is we have elements of uh, mental illness coupled mm -hmm. with the, the destruction of a marriage. Now, without, mm -hmm. of course, without diving into too deep on what the story is about, uh, what is the context here with the with the with the conflict, emotional conflict between the main characters? A lot of the movie is kind of about how we take on different roles to um, either protect ourselves or to be who other people we think other people want us to be. And so mm -hmm. we kind of played around with that. I mean, we took like kind of like typical marriage problems that people might have, um, and some maybe that they don't, but are on a lot, like a bigger level. And we kind of like made that into, um, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Like, um, you know, like, like if people are, you know, everyone has like a dark parts of themselves, um, like, like half dark, half light. And we kind of just like used that. We, we played with that um, with the two characters, Shane and Gia, um, who are having their anniversary and they're going to a lake house. And, you know, I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. So that's basically. We're we're yeah. tired, Ken. Please forgive us. I'm tired. Stray away from. Oh God. Without revealing too much, I I understand perfectly. Uh, the 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 focus is because I I'm reading the synopsis. I take it that there is a lot of uh, investment in, uh, let's say, for example, bipolar or any mental illness that has to do with dual personality. I'm just waiting for the movie poster to, to show up so that way I can solidify some, some of my theories on, on how the psychological aspect of the film is going to be projected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was, the, that was the cool part about it was like, you know, we, and I mean, this isn't really giving anything away, but like we talked about, it could just be very simple. It could be another movie, well, you know, like Split, which wasn't necessarily simple, but it was about, you know, someone who had multiple personalities. Um, we talked about that, but what I like about this film is that there are aspects of, you know, mental illness and things like that, but there's also like so much um, <clears throat> symbolism and like how things kind of play out within that. Um, without giving like everything away uh it's just i guess if you just want to keep in mind it's up you know about a person who has had a really bad past and has tried to do everything she could to escape that um and kind of who she became and so yeah there are different characters in here that <clears throat> i'm trying to think how to say that vanessa without <laughs> <laughs> giving that part away but you know there's different characters mm -hmm. in there that um represent maybe other parts of her or maybe they're not maybe they are actually real so um it was kind of cool to play around with that um with the story yeah and and um you know and and coping mechanisms mechanisms that the character uh uses or has on top of that you know and, and all of us have that in life you don't have to have a real mental you know breakdown or challenge or or identified anything anything identified 
um, you know, in, in order to understand what to deal with coping. Obviously, it's it's on a whole other level. But yeah, that's um, I'll, I'll I'll ditto to what she said. <laughs> <laughs> This is always the, the the difficult part of the interview. Without revealing too much, you just skim skim right on on the surface of the of the whole story. Yeah, you know the elevator pitch is always the hardest. You know, oh, uh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> especially when the movie hasn't come out yet, and you don't want to say too much. Mm-hmm. But it really is. I mean, the synopsis is written as such so that people can really get a feel of what they're getting into. I mean, there's so many different layers to the story and the people in the story, and um, I mean, even Catherine and I are sitting in our scene yesterday, and I went, gosh, this is like a whole other level. Like, how heavy? Like, I, I didn't even think about that. You read the script, and you, you embrace who you're going to portray and all those people you're directly related with and your relationships and everything else, but then you get into the filming of it, and you go, oh, wow, here is some other connection that's so heavy, and it, it just played so well, and it was... Um, you know, uh, like Catherine said, she you know she's a supporting role in it. But when she comes on it, you you know Catherine's in it. Like she does not, <laughs> she is not a wilting flower by any means. So she's cooking, and then she's she's uh, uh, Helen. You know, <laughs> the character she plays. So she really embraces it, and um, it was yeah. wonderful. And nobody oh, died. So great. And nobody died. Well, that we know of. I guess you'll have to see the movie. <laughs> you know? And I, and I have to say, you know, because um, you did read about it, so you know that the storm situation is a part of the film. Uh, I, I, I do have to say here, I mean, I don't know if you're going to ask about it or we're going to touch on it, but one of the coolest things for me filming, and I think Tara and Catherine would agree on this as well, is about, Tara, how long was it ago? Was it a month ago or a couple of weeks ago you prayed for a storm? Was it? Yeah, it was, uh, right? I- Less than a, yeah, a few weeks before we started shooting, we we're like, we we're actually I was looking into snow machines because you know we we're gonna make it like an ice snowstorm, and uh, and I just kind of put out a thing on Facebook on social media. I was like, well, you're really cool, Mother Nature or God, if you could provide, you know, a storm for us to actually you know have while we're shooting. I wasn't expecting that to happen, and it did. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it literally and happened. That played, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great because that that just goes to show that everything works in the favor when you have the, the determination and the drive for something that you believe in. Everything just falls into place. And there is one production uh, that I interviewed uh, last year, and it was the same scenario that you just finished explaining. Things weren't going their way, and all of a sudden, boom, in a blink of an eye, everything just turned out perfectly, and they went on mm-hmm. to win multiple awards just for not giving up yeah i like the not giving up award i think we win yeah, that. me too i like that <laughs> we, want, we want that award the not yeah. giving up award which, which, which film festival is up. that <laughs> I, I, you know it's 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 every festival because for me in my opinion once you get an award for the film festival run that's just a, a, a notch of uh, yeah. a testament of saying okay this is what we get for not giving up. This is what we get for all the naysayers. Is a big F you to, hey, look, we made this product. Yeah. You didn't believe in us. Here, there you go. What do you got to say for yourself now? Yeah. Right. Well, right. You know, it's not about, it, it's not about, uh, you know, um, you know, saying, you know, up yours to the naysayers because no, we, we, 
we <laughs> want everyone to succeed. You know, of we course. do. We want everyone to succeed, but we really want to succeed more than we want them to. No, I'm just, I didn't mean that. But, <laughs> you know, we do. We want to succeed and we want to win the Don't Give Up Award. That's us. Absolutely. Yep. And and touching on that, what is the course for the final production? Would, would, would it be in film festival circulation? Would it be in distribution? Um, well, absolutely. Everybody wants distribution in the end. You know, I mean, our, our, our goal is to focus on specific film festivals that highlight women in film as well as, uh, or, or in addition to that, you know, mental health topical type of film festivals, but that they're also Oscar worthy film festivals. So, so that kind of narrows it down. We have, we have about, about 40 film festivals we want to hit between this and next year. Um, but ultimately, you know, um, we want the distribution, you know, and it's just going to be a matter of who's going to be a good partner for us, you know, um, and, and to get it on Netflix. We, we want the most eyes on this film. I mean, that's just the honest truth of it. The bottom line is, you know, it is an artistic film. It is a very beautiful story and a journey is just, just amazing, but we want you know, we, we do want it on Netflix. We want it, we want the most eyes on this film and, um, mm -hmm. and global. So, so you know what, Ken, we want it all. I mean, I, I, yeah, get what, what I want everything. I want it all. And yep. that's where we are. We did. It. So that's right. But, and then we'll do it again. And absolutely. Then we'll, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's what it comes down to. And, um, you know, and, and, and I know that it's going to just really be a part of, you know, what we talked about was going to, you know, a couple of, um, obviously the film festivals and then AFM, the American Film Market, which is in Santa Monica every year, which is the biggest marketplace to sell and buy films on any level from script to screen. So that has always been the ultimate goal. But if we have a partner before then, then we do not need to go to that, obviously, because a lot of festivals will have distribution folks there that will want to look they're looking for products like ours so so it's just mm -hmm. going to be a matter of in in our thoughts is a matter of who would be the right people to um to pick us up and distribute us and partner with us from this point forward so uh who will take that you know we took the risk and we're just handing someone something amazing that that's really right. mm -hmm. what it comes down to so 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 you're welcome sony or whoever <laughs> <You're> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. And I, I foresee this this uh, film uh, come before on Netflix and sometime soon. Uh, let's say 2019, 2020, depending on how the film festival circulation runs. Uh, right. Just for the synopsis alone and the little hints, the little clues that I listened to on the teaser trailer, it's more than enough yeah. to just warrant. A, a viewing of this film. So with that said, what is it that you would like to have the audiences listening to this podcast right now take into account for the film, uh, not the production, but the film itself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say first, you know, follow us. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We have, you know, the Calm Before the Movie. It's calmbeforethemovie.com. And we will constantly post and update things as we go. And 
we would just want people to follow, watch, share. Our editor is going to be hard at work as of right now, slice, splicing mm-hmm. up some promotion pieces with Tara's approval to see, you know, with teasing things without giving the story away so that people would become more and more intrigued. Uh, we might, point, you know, point people in the direction of, you know, uh, you know, th- this is what we're doing with women in film. This is what's going on in the mental health stuff. So I-, I would just say keep, please keep following us on all those things. The more people that follow, the more, more people that share, the more interest that's out there, the, the numbers go up. And, of course, that makes us more intriguing to uh, uh, folks that want to pick us up for distribution. So, so yeah, we're, we're constantly going to be at hard at work at just updating everything. Um, you know, we have a social media marketing person that's in California and she's always like keeping, she's tireless, you know, up, you know, mm-hmm. posting things and sending pictures out and getting the press stuff together. So, so yeah. So yeah and I'll we'll, also, we'll can I, I was, I was yeah, just going to say too, like to answer that question, like what we would hope people coming away from like listening to the podcast would kind of get from our film is that it's going to be a film that when people see it, we would expect them to kind of feel something. Um, just because like I, we had said, there's so much, just so much in there, um, emotionally, um, that it's just going to come across. And so that's kind of the goal of what we hope people will take from it. I was just going to say there are many layers to this film and I think everyone will find themselves somewhere in this film when they watch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And these are the type of films that are, are, are rare. They're out there, but they are, are a rarity because uh, what most audiences are accustomed to, and this is because of Hollywood's fault, is mm-hmm. the instant gratification type of films, action films and such nature. We're not knocking those off, but it's good to right. come across a character-driven narrative with mm-hmm. an intense storyline because audiences will just walk out the theater with multiple interpretations of the same concept. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I mean there's a lot of mystery to this to the story and that was intended um because you know we always say, you know let the audience think for themselves on stuff, you know. But yeah, we do live in that that fast-paced world. I mean, people are going to the movie theaters to see, you know, the Marvel movies and you know, action-packed kind of stuff. I mean, that that really is what it is. So this is on a on a different level. It definitely is, you know, more of that art house kind of feel, but but cinematic, like to no level. I mean, it, it's and, and we're trying to show that. You know, of course, everybody everybody always feels like their movie. This is the best thing ever. You know, but it it it's it's really needed now. You know, and it it, it, it it's really the time is now on just so many different levels. So. Hopefully, as people start to learn more about it and read more about it and see some of the stuff that we have out there, especially now that once it's wrapped, we'll, you'll get to see the real stuff, not just the teaser things that we've been shoot, we've shot before. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll really get that. And um, you know, one, you know, the good thing is the attachments that are with it. You know, we have, like Catherine mentioned before, you know, with you know David Bianchi who has his own awesome little following, and then uh, Brad Coffey who's you know up-and-coming YouTuber guy who's, um, the, the, he, he he is the breathable moments in the film, which you really need in something <laughs> that's adorable. heavy. Um, and then, of course, Michael Lombardi, and then Darby Camp, who is who does play young Gia, who is um, her, her by her own right an up-and-coming stellar young actress, 
who has a ton of things on the horizon. I mean, her, you know, she's in a Benji movie that's coming out in March and, um, and then a, a Christmas movie with Kurt Russell at the end of the year. So it's really just, it, it carries calm before along. I mean, we recognize that from the beginning mm-hmm. that those attachments right. help us along the way. So, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of good things that we can kind of connect with, with that. Oh, great. And it's, it's great to see that the whole cast, um, have that belief in in the overall theme of the film and the concept everyone gave great input and now it's all a matter of just editing and that's the great part yeah (laughs) yeah it's just piecing it together here's here's a part where um some uh, shameless plugs could be inserted right now uh Mm -hmm. social media uh you had mentioned facebook and so but there are particular links that the audiences can tune in for uh, Calm Before? Yes, so absolutely, calmbeforethemovie.com is the website. And then um, we have uh, a Twitter account, which is at Calm Before Movie. And um, then we have an Instagram, which is Calm Before the Movie. And then our Facebook page, which is Calm Before the movie uh yeah calm before dash the movie so so everything is calm before calm before calm before the movie and um yeah so please you know everybody just follow there stay in touch you know and and if you know i i and i think there are people out there that can relate with this you know and it's been very cathartic for some folks you know if they you know just want to post you know how maybe it touches them or they're you know, they can relate to it or they're hurt, you know, that it's just stuff people say. I mean, oh, people, res- we respond to it. We, you know, Catherine, myself, Tara, and then um, we have another person on the page that will respond to it. You know, people say, gosh, you know, I, I went through something really hard in my life and, you know, my marriage is really hard or, you know, my wife or woman, wife didn't understand, husband didn't understand, you know, stuff I was going through and, um, you know, this, this stuff touches me, you know, I went through this kind of thing. You know, it's, we're all in this journey together. You know, we're, the world mm-hmm. is full of hurting people in some way. And, you know, none of us are, you know, uh, above all of that and beyond that. So, you know, just want to encourage people, you know, if you're hurting, get help, talk to somebody. Um, you know, if, you know, it, 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 the world can be a very lonely place, even though it's very crowded and social media is very loud and very in your face, but it's still disconnected, you know? So, so just, you know, be there for someone if they're hurting, you know, don't, don't ignore people. Um, on the side of the road, Catherine, if they're trying to get out of the side. Oh, my God. That's, that's an inside joke, Ken. I'm sorry. That's for I hear an inside day. joke there. <laughs> I but have yeah, to get, you know I mean. well, wait a minute. In my defense, I had to get the lead actress to set. So that's yeah, my yeah. story, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. We're, just, we're lovely people. We have hearts of gold. But, no, you know, that's it's, right. it's um, it, I, I think that is a very compelling thing is, you know, to be, to be to be sympathetic and empathetic for other people, even if you don't understand what they're going through, and um, yeah, so so yeah. Um, I just wanted to say something real fast. You know, like yes. one of the things that we always, you know, had said about being women in film. Like a lot of people say that they're all supportive of that and stuff. And uh, one of the things that we always said was, there's a, a lot of us. Like you know, some of us have kids and have families and everything else. And um, you know, if you're going to support women in film, to kind of support that aspect of of being a woman you know not that every woman has children or 
you know, is married or anything. So with that said, I just wanted to thank you so much for um, allowing me to be a part of this. And I have got to go take care of my kids. So I I really appreciate you doing this uh, podcast. And I know Vanessa and Catherine uh, probably have a lot more to go into if you have more questions for them. <laughs> Bye, Sarah. Get your kids. Bye, honey. Thank, thank you so much. Bye. And thank you for participating. Thank you for your time. And to close out, <laughs> um, yeah, you're good. And, and to close out, uh, there was she brought up a good point of, of women in film, and particularly there's this big spotlight now with women in horror. I could bring it up horror, but women in horror as well, and women in film in general. Uh, mm-hmm. is this like a new what's your opinion is this like a new trend that the, the industry is putting a focus on to say yes uh, uh, we have women in film now here um, go watch this film or this film is made by a Latino here let's let's go watch this film uh, this should mm-hmm. have been this should not have been an issue uh, mm-hmm. in the film industry it could have been a diverse platform but now it seems like right. if, if uh, a filmmaker is a female or producer, it's like shedding the spotlight. So what's your opinion on that? Is it like a trend now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it seems to be, right? I mean, uh, you look at any, you follow any of the, you know, big Hollywood, you know, award shows, and it seems to be uh, differences are always highlighted one way or another, you know? And right. I I mean, I would like to live in a time, uh, you know, to see to see the time come where, it doesn't even matter, you know, if it's right. a guy who does it or a girl who does it, or if you're uh-huh. black, yellow, white, gray, who cares, you know, just do the work, you know. But, I mean, that's always been my mindset, but I realize that, you know, that's not the way. I mean, if you if you look at things, it's just not that way, and it's just unfortunate. I don't understand that. I mean, you know, part of it could be, I mean, I know for for us when we did, a, a for example, casting, and we were looking, we always kept everything open. It was open ethnicity all the way. And because that was very important to all of us, but, uh, you know, especially me, I'd, I'd like to see, um, you know, uh, uh, just more of a diversity in things. I just think, you know, on a cinematic level, um, things look more beautiful when it's diverse. I mean, you know, when you you capture different different shades of things, it just always looks nice, you know, horizon of colors, you know, I just like that. And just people, but um, but but I could say that you know, uh, even though it's open ethnicity, not there was a, there was a majority of more people that submitted than others, which you know I was surprised about. But you know, it could be where you're from. You know, we're in Charlotte, North Carolina, so it might be less diverse. I don't know. So, so yeah, I mean, to answer that, I think I think it might be a trend because doors are being open now. Um, but I'd like to see it personally at a point where it's. It just doesn't matter. It's just, you you know, you are the best person for that job. It shouldn't even matter. But I do pay attention to that. You know, I mean, I watch, you know, the covers of magazines and I'm like, how come they all look the same? It's just, what is that? You know, but, uh, um, you know, hopefully that changes and and that that the narrative isn't that we make that stand out. It's just it's just becomes natural. It's just it's just that it, it will become the way it is. It's not. Oh, now look! It is this person getting this award right. because of that thing. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, you know, they were right for it, and that's just the way it is. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think it has to go through this until it gets to that point. 
because because mm-hmm. it has to get there. So we have to be loud and we have to, you know, make this happen so that we all kind of blend together with it. And I mean, you know, uh, I mean, that's the world. I mean, we're just one big melting pot and, um, you know, this is what we do. So. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I, I agree 100 percent with that comment. And hopefully that a trend, just like a hashtag and then that it fades away. Hopefully, as you have stated, that things will change. It doesn't matter if you're brown, uh, orange, or purple. Is is the yeah, fact of right. the artwork? Yeah, that's right. right. You know, do it together. And you know, we um uh, you know, it was um uh, we had a uh, one guy come and interview us, and we were talking about you know they were asking a lot about women in film and women in film and all that. And we do hashtag that a lot, and we do talk about that. And we are we are women in this in this film project and this company. But I did I did tell him, and you know, I'll say this to anybody who asks me or, you know, get the opportunity to talk about it. But I think it's important to note that in a, in a climate where it is, you know, hashtag women in film and, and all the stuff that's going on right now that we all know that there are still so many incredibly supportive men in this business for women. And, you know, I just think we're all better together and it's not mm-hmm. exclusive. Um, you know, wh- whoever's right for it, you know, we were, we, you know, as women, because we're going to spend a lot of hours together and time together, it are it, it is the women propelling it forward. But we have a lot of guys on board that um, are just just so just as thrilled as we are that we're doing it. So um, mm-hmm. I just don't like exclusivity. I, I, ne- I never liked yeah. any of it. I don't care who you are, where you're from. You know, just just do your thing, and um, and that and that's what we're all doing. We went a little bit over, but just wanted to throw this in there. Uh, I'm fascinated that there is diversity in com before. Uh, 100% uh, agree with, with what you said. And it, it just pains me sometimes that there is not diversity in films, both in the independent mm-hmm. scene and in mainstream media. So whenever a I film know. such as this pops up that is diverse and has uh, uh, a focus on character-driven narrative, uh, definitely a plus mm-hmm. and show my support as much as I can just to uh, showcase the product and the production in a spotlight that it deserves. Thank you for that. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank you. And um, yeah, so it's, you know, we're, we're better together, right? It's- Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, once again, thank you so much uh, for your time, uh, for this interview and for this rich information. Uh, Thank you so That's much. Right. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. Thank and, you, Ken. You know, absolutely. Like I said, you know, if they follow all those those things, um, those those links and stuff, you know, daily, there's going to be stuff. So they'll 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 know more about it than um, than maybe I will because I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm plugging for some things for a little bit. But yeah, so so that's fantastic. We so appreciate your time and your questions.